In episode two and a few episodes since, we have talked about habits and how they unconsciously decide who we are and what we are able to accomplish. Today, we want to continue that conversation using the book Good Habits, Bad Habits by Wendy Wood. She is the premier researcher in the world on habits and has provided a feast of information that will help you to accomplish your goals in life and as a singer. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. This is Mariah from Take the Stage Opera Podcast, and as usual, I'm here with Evan. Hey! Hey, hey! How's it going? You know, honestly, it was kind of a crazy day. Yeah? I just woke up like, you know, I had some things to do for work Mm -hmm. that I was feeling a a little bit behind on, and then like some maintenance projects for the apartments we manage, and then like some... I don't know, like some personal things. Well, actually, some things that my friends are going through is like causing mm. me some stress. I just felt like really overwhelmed. overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes, I get that. I really do. So I don't know. It's like it actually became like a, a good moment for me to like focus on like my mental thought practices that I've been doing sure. over the last few months and be like, okay, today is where it really means something. Yeah. It's so. one of those days that you need to implement them. Did yeah. they help? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll oh, we'll talk about that later, too. But, like. Great. I would have tried to have implement them and then instead taken out a can of Cool Whip. <laughs> Maybe that's part of your. It is. That's my <laughs> habit. <laughs> okay. So, today we're going to discuss habits. But one of the most important habits that keep popping up amongst our guests is the habit of taking care of your emotional self. Seriously, it's like everybody. I know. We keep trying to also think of like new topics and we're like this. And then we're like, oh, that's just self care. Like, it's just being emotionally. Do you nice think to people yourself. struggle with this or something? It seems to just like pop up wherever No, we I turn. think we're the only ones. <laughs> Everyone else has got this figured out. Like, literally, we're creating a podcast for just the two of us. Just the and two of nobody us. Nobody else needs this. Well, well. <laughs> hopefully, we'll get something from this episode. So, we keep asking people how they are able to convince themselves that they are enough. And really, it's very challenging. So, what we've gotten is you know, you start practicing different things maybe writing affirmations and that sort of stuff but after a few days it fizzles out and you don't really notice any difference because you haven't made it to happen right it's so frustrating like you just you feel like you want to gain a habit you want to make a positive change and you kind of have this like burst of energy at first you're like i can do this but it's really not that easy yes remember when like three weeks ago i was like I had this burst of energy for the podcast and you were like, great. And now it's gone. Remember that? (laughs) That was a good time. (laughs) That's the nice thing about having a teammate. Yeah. (laughs) We tag team it. So like one of the things that I really loved while reading the book, Good Habits, Bad Habits um, by Wendy Wood, she talks about why it's so hard and how we can achieve things even when it seems really hard. 
So before we go much further, I just want to say that there are many different reasons why someone would decide to change something about their life. Sure. And they, it may be because they feel pressured by others or they feel that making a change will help them accomplish their personal goals or maybe it's a combination. Um, but here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast, we believe in doing things that align with our values as best as we can. And it can be tempting to try to fulfill someone else's expectations for yourself. Well, but you know, you don't want to forget what your true desire is in life. Right. I mean, and especially like the industry or managers yes. or whatever, they have expectations for you. You need to be true to yourself. Right. Uh, so we wanted to remind our listeners that any tips that we gather from our guests or that we offer ourselves are just that. They're just tips. So you get to take any of the things that we offer and run them through your personal evaluation of whether they match your value system at the present moment. Right. You are the only one who gets to decide what goals and habits you are working on right now. And sometimes you might want to come back and visit something later. And that is also fun. But the last thing that you we want to do is make you feel overwhelmed that you are not accomplishing enough because you were always enough. Yeah, seriously. And, you know, we sometimes feel bad when we're writing our content because we're like, what if this stresses somebody out? That's why we want to share that. Take this content as it feels right to you. Yes, absolutely. And if it feels right to you. you yeah, know. No, there are definitely like some things and we've even had conversations between the two of us where I'm like, that doesn't align with yeah. how I feel about things. So No, they I'm can't know that our that. values perfectly align, Mariah. <laughs> we think exactly the same exactly about everything. The same. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> So, yeah, so as you go out to work as an opera singer, several of our guests have mentioned that they feel stressed about their weight or their appearance. That's kind of been like the number one thing. Um, And so just like Mariah said, we want you to know that if you feel inside that you would like to take on a project or one of these projects that we might mention, then make sure you're doing it for you and not just trying to please other people. Because it's not going to happen if you please other people. Or if it does happen, it's not going to satisfy you in any way. Right. So, yeah. Okay, Evan. (coughs) (coughs) For a ball. (laughs) No, what's wrong with me today? Okay, so you started to talk about how hard it can be to make habits stick. So let's start there, and then let's look at our personal journeys, I guess. I'm going to share that bit of information (laughs) with everyone. Our personal journeys with mental health and talk about what it has been working and all of our struggles. Yeah, kind of a little update. I feel like we talk about it all the time, but... (sighs) Everyone's so lucky that they get to hear us. Oh my gosh, this podcast is the most vulnerable I've ever been in my life. (laughs) So one of the main reasons that we struggle with habits is because we just kind of don't understand them very well. Like think about a time when you felt sure that you could make a change in your life. Like you you decided that you were going to wake up early and exercise or you wanted to be eating fruit instead of cake or something. And in your brain, you think, I can do this. I can consciously make up my mind to do this. And we're told that a lot, like mind over matter, whatever. Right. But what it comes down to it, you don't end up following through. Mm-hmm. And then that feel, you feel horrible and you start yeah. thinking like, I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough, whatever. Right. But the truth is, is that habits all happen in the lower brain or in the unconscious. So when we say mind oh, okay. over matter, there's multiple parts of your mind. Right. And they do different things. And you can't experience 
your unconscious mind like you can your conscious mind. Right. So like I think a thought, that's my conscious mind, and I get like I feel the thought, I know what it means. But my unconscious mind, it just kind of does its own thing. Right. Um, I remember us talking about how our minds have evolved to conserve energy and avoid pain and seek pleasure. Exactly. So there's like this evolutionary reason why our habits are crucial to us. It's because making decisions is really exhausting. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Even small decisions sometimes can feel like a big deal. And if you woke up every day and you like had to consciously decide to eat, if you had to do it every time or tell yourself right. to work every single yeah. time you had to work, eventually you would just run out of energy to do right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of our episode with Emily Ricks. I think it's episode 16 um, where she talked about decision fatigue and how to find like moments of calm when we have to make big decisions and oh, do it. In I advance. loved that. Yes. And it makes me think if we're already exhausted from having to make decisions, even with our lower brain forming habits and taking care of a lot of the workforce, then it would probably be debilitating to have to consciously make that many decisions every day. Seriously. But since habits are so unconscious, it can be frustrating because we can't really access Mm, them. Right. In the same way that we do our conscious mind. And they like these habits have developed over years and years. And they, since they're so ingrained, they can be hard to change or to build new ones. You know, it takes time. So we can't just bring them up to our conscious mind and say, now I'm creating a new habit all of a sudden. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? Seriously. But then at the same time, then we'd have to consciously decide every action that we did every day. So it's we have to understand that they are unconscious. Exactly. So I heard an analogy that it's like a kid playing in an arcade. And I know for our kids, we never actually put money in the arcade machines. Your kids, not our kids. (laughs) (laughs) Can you please tell them? I do not have children. Can you please tell them about going to the drugstore with my kids oh no (laughs) mariah ended up in a conversation (laughs) that she thought was going to end after one second and it didn't and it was great so you have to hear i took them oh and by the way my wife is pregnant so i guess (laughs) there's that too Okay, so I was babysitting the kids, and I took them with me to a health food store. And we walk in, and I ask this lady for some help in finding a specific item. And Mary Alice, your daughter, says, my mommy has a baby in her tummy. And the woman looks at me and goes, oh. And I was just like, yep. (laughs) Thinking the conversation was going to end there. You know, like, (laughs) it's easier just not to have to explain. Exactly, And so... Then, like, Mary Alice is still talking about the baby and with this woman. And anyway, she leaves, and I thought the conversation was done there. But later, she's, like, checking us out. And the woman goes, so do you know if it's a boy or a girl yet? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Why are we still talking about this? And so I just said, nope, don't know. And she was like, okay. And then she looks at your children and sees their blonde hair and blue eyes and says... Which, by the way, I have blue eyes, too, but they're very dark blue, and some people just, because they're so dark, people, unless you're, like, looking into my eyes, you don't realize they're blue, and that has always offended me for some reason. (laughs) And so this woman looks at your children and goes, oh, 
They must get their blue eyes from their dad and instinctively, <laughs> habitually. Habitually. <laughs> I went, I have blue eyes too, as if I am the mother of these children. <sighs> oh my gosh. Anyway, I, I can so never much. step foot in there again. No. No, we can't do it. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, my two children, <laughs> almost three. When we go, like if we're out of movies and they see arcade games or something, they go over and they're playing. You know, they've got like a computer screen and there's superheroes yeah. or a car, a car driving yes. with a steering wheel. And my kids think that they're steering yeah. the car, even though it's just a computer right. who's running it. And honestly, the arcade game is like our lower unconscious mind. Like, you can pretend you're driving that oh. vehicle, but from an evolution perspective, the that car is driving itself. Oh. Okay? Okay. And it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, affect it by changing. Well, you know, we'll talk about it. But, you know, <laughs> you can't just, like, with a thought, change it because it's already right. driving. There's a much more of kind of a process. So. That can be so frustrating. Seriously, yeah. Okay, so there was a time in my life, and I can't believe I'm coming out with this, but there was a time in my life when I had a rather um, close relationship <laughs> with a certain bottle of nasal spray. And I would use it because my I had become dependent on it, my breathing habits because you used it when you were sick it yeah. would help to clear you up but then you almost like couldn't keep a clear nasal passage yeah i couldn't keep a clear nasal yeah. passage with passage without it <laughs> so i um yeah i used a nasal spray every day probably anywhere between like 12 to 24 times a day not 24 probably like 12 to 18 times a day for seven years and when I when my friends finally found out that I was addicted to it they tried to kick me off of it and I quit it cold turkey but it was really difficult and it actually took me an additional like four or five more years until I was actually able to not ever have to use See, it. See, exactly. So you quit cold turkey, like, how many times? I mean, there's, like, one big time, probably, but then there's, like, several times. You probably know what six I mean? or seven times. Because your unconscious mind in a certain context, I mean, and we could dig way deep into this, but there's, like, specific feelings or some sort of, like, specific context that drives you to that, and then your, your brain, without you even realizing it, is like, I need this, even if you don't really want it, or even if you consciously understand that you don't really need it or that you could, you know, do without it. There's something in there. <laughs> My nose was stuffy. That's why I used That's it. That's the context. But like you understood consciously that you could overcome it and not always have a stuffy nose. There's like this conscious thought of like, to. I can, you know, I don't need this. Right. But... It was it's challenging because of that. So you you're you decide, oh, I can overcome this. And it took some took repeated many effort. Tries. Yeah, it took some repeated effort. Right. Yes, so it did. There are a few takeaways. But I am sober. I'll just have yes. let everyone know. <laughs> so there are a few takeaways from our book that 
Um, I think would be helpful for us as singers as we try to build positive habits that help us accomplish our goals. The first big takeaway is that adding friction to undesirable actions or taking friction away from desirable actions makes a really big difference. So what is helpful, adding friction or taking away friction? So if it's like a bad habit that you want to get rid of, you add friction to make it harder to do the thing. Okay. And then taking away friction from something that you want to add to your life. Oh, I see. Okay, so what does this look like for something like adding exercise into your regimen? Well, (laughs) I feel like exercise is one of those things that probably 99% of adults are like, I should exercise more. You know, I don't know. It's like this thought that we have in our head. Yes. And Wendy shares um, some studies about people who live, um, for example, about three and a half miles away from their gym in comparison to some people who live about five miles away from their gym. Okay. So that's not that big. I mean, it's about a mile and a half. Yeah, it, I, I think it was a actually lot. a little less than a mile and a half difference. Okay. okay. So the people who live further away only went to the gym about once a month. But the ones who lived just a, a little over a mile closer to the gym went five times a month. And they were thus more likely able to start forming a habit. That's interesting. So, I mean, they weren't – it's not like they went a million times more a month. Sure. But they did go five times more a month. They went once a week. Yeah. And that, you know, starts to help them to have a habit. And it's the same thing for eating healthy. If you want to eat more fruit, make sure it is out and easy to access and hide the unhealthy snacks or – what we've been doing is just not buying them or not buying them very often, right? Like right. there are times when you're walking through the store and you're like, I'm just going to go buy that. this thing. I need that right now. And, you know, the point of life or like having habits isn't that you never, ever eat something unhealthy again. Yes. It's like that's not really that important. Right. You can still be building positive habits even if you don't make the perfect choice 100% of the time. Right. right? So – Anyway, the the important thing here is that you're you're making better choices in yeah. the long run re- <clears throat> than if you're just trying to white knuckle it and like force yourself to eat healthy when your house that is makes full sense. of junk food. That right? makes sense. So you talked about earlier um, about context for building habits. What does that look like? So this goes back to the generally accepted definition of habit, which is that, and this is when he would definition that habits are cognitive representations that come to mind when you're in a context. And and the thing is, is that the context, it's so closely related to the habit because the habit was formed in that context okay. over time. So like when I step in our front door, when I open the door, I take off my coat, I take off my bag, I go hang it on the hook. And it's just something that I do immediately. Yes. And same with my kids. I mean, we had to teach them yeah, those habits of like, your boots go here, your yeah. coats go here. And if they drop their gloves one time, I'm like, you uh, have uh, to, uh, right. come back here. You know where your gloves go. Ugh, children are the worst. Yeah. And adults are even worse. I, I was born a full grown adult. <laughs> with habits fully formed. Thank you. Yeah, so now that Mariah and I have been roommates for a few months, we know about each other's bad habits, and we're going to spill those sometime on YouTube. Evan sleeps at odd times of day, (laughs) anywhere and everywhere. You've seen that on Instagram. I'm thinking about making it a series. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I love sleeping. It reminds me of when I used to sleep in the lobby of the music building when we were in our undergrad. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So habits are connected to a specific context, and that's the only way you can make them? Yeah, basically. Wendy would um, said she did an interesting study where she studied people watching movies. Okay. And they gave them popcorn. Okay, so there's two types of people. One group of people... Eat popcorn whenever they're at the movies. The other group of people, they don't. Okay. Okay. And, um, but then they split each of those two groups into two groups. And half of the people were given fresh, yummy, pop, buttery, salty popcorn. Amazing. And the other half were given one week old, stale popcorn that sat out in open air. Still worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, most of the participants in the fresh popcorn group ate some popcorn, including those who didn't generally eat popcorn. You know, it's sure, there. you're given popcorn. Yeah, you're given popcorn yeah. and you eat it. But in the group that got stale popcorn, this is where it's really interesting, only those who usually ate popcorn at the theater ate the popcorn. They even reported afterwards that the popcorn didn't taste good. Like, they knew that it was stale. But... Like, the people could come out of the movie theater and be like, oh, the popcorn didn't taste good, but I ate it sure. anyway. Yeah. Whereas the people who don't usually eat popcorn, they would take a bite and be like, oh, mm. this is nasty, and I don't usually eat popcorn, so I'm good. Like, yeah. I can I can sit here and watch a movie without eating popcorn. Right. So this is that, like, idea that um, it's, like, conscious versus unconscious. Yeah. Again. They consciously knew that the popcorn tasted bad, and, but they were used to eating it, so they they did it even though they didn't like it. So what does this mean for habit formation? Well, it really means that, it, like, if we use going to the gym, for example, again, if you change your grocery store, you change which gas station you use, and pick stores closer to your gym, even if the gym is further away from your home, if you kind of set up a context around your gym, it will help you to be more likely to go there. Or, you know, obviously if your gym is closer to your work, that yeah. all of these things play into it. And if you're working on your mental health, you might figure out some ways to avoid doom scrolling on Twitter. <laughs> um, I knew you'd bring that up at some point. Well, yeah, Twitter's uh, <laughs> a hot mess. And it makes me feel like a hot mess. But some things that you can do, like deleting apps on your yeah. phone. Like I don't have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Right. I, d I actually don't even have the internet on my phone. What? Well, I don't. Like I, I don't have any web browsers. What? It's so great. How do you Google things? I, I don't. You're just knowledgeable? I know everything in the world. That so is it's not funny. true. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but and then I have my computer first. Sure. Or I'm like, hey, Hannah. I know. I know. Google I know it's thing. possible. I just No, and I'm not saying you have to do but if this is like you no, figure out what values are. I've been thinking to. of deleting TikTok off of my phone. Yeah. Because I'm addicted to it. Yeah. Well, it's worth trying, you know. Yeah. And you can still have it. So like I have Facebook on my computer, but then the other thing that I do is when I'm done with Facebook. I try to log out of Facebook. You log all the way out? Yeah. So that way, like, let's say I You're have... You're adding more friction. I'm adding friction. <laughs> exactly. I'm just changing the context of it mm -hmm. a little bit. So, like, I'm bored for two minutes, and I know I have something in one minute. And what do I do? I pull up Facebook, even yes. though I know that I'm not... So I pull up Facebook, and I'm logged out. 
the habit is that so I pull up Facebook, so I have to log back in, right? Gross. So this has helped me personally with my mental health because then I use social media when I want to. Yeah. Rather than just out of habit. Yes. I know. I, it would help my mental health a lot, too, I'm sure. It, earlier this week, I was, like, scrolling through Instagram and just, like, finding other singers on Instagram, as one does when you network through social media. And I just, like, ran into this woman who had gotten into a program that I really wanted to get into. And I just, I, like, looked at her post and I was like, hmm. <laughs> I want that. That's where I want to be. Yeah. That's where I wanted to be right and your, now. And your mental game can start spiraling really quickly. Well, and it did. And I even was like, I even put it away, like, almost immediately. And even still, like, the rest of the day, I was like, I'm not doing what I want to be doing in a panorama. <laughs> in a Panda Express. Exactly. So why don't we do a little checkup on kind of some of the mental practices that we've been doing okay. and how our self-care is going? Great. So I decided I was not going to sleep with my phone at night or my iPad at all anymore. Okay. Got two days in and I stopped. So that's how I'm doing. Right. But like, here's the cool thing. You can do it for two days. I think in our brains, we think if I'm going to form a habit... I have to do it a hundred days in a row. Sure, right. But like, if if that's important to you, yeah, which it may or may not be, you could like just keep. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can even take a break for a month and be like, "Oh, I still want to keep working on this." Yeah, you can. Like, you should always be working on yourself. But our brain says you failed, so now you're done. Yeah, you, you screwed up after two days, so you're a yeah. screw up. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, and well, and I, you know. I was still bringing my phone downstairs into my room instead of leaving it upstairs in the kitchen where I wanted, where you guys leave your phones because you're smart and have built a habit around doing that. But that didn't work. So now that, now that's why I'm like, maybe I'll just delete TikTok because that's what keeps me up at night. That and my anxiety. Well, yeah. And it probably contributes to anxiety. Yeah. It's a buffer. <laughs> yes, Exactly. What about you? How are you doing? Well, so I mentioned that I was kind of having a rough day today. I was kind of, I felt like I was on the brink of having a panic attack all day. Like, I just. I have some stuff for that, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh I try gosh. not to use it because it's not good for our lungs, but you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sometimes drastic times call for drastic measures. So. <laughs> Before you give me crack cocaine. <laughs> you don't get me fired. So before we end up using crack cocaine, I'm going to tell you what I actually did today. I decided it was like, you know, like I said earlier, it was time for me to put into practice. Yeah. I've, I've been preparing for this. Yes, you, you know? have been. I've been trying to just do little things journaling, affirmations. Right. Another big thing that I really have loved and I've told you about is I try to like, I know it sounds so weird once you put words to it, but I literally like put my arms around my chest and sure. say like, like I take a bright breath and say, thank you for drinking yeah. water. Thank you for exercising. Thank you for yeah. taking care of your kids. I just like notice the things that I do 
in my day and I thank myself for it. Or That's so nice. And it, do you think it's been helping? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And because I just like I'll wake up and kind of feel this doom, you yeah. know, the doom thing. It yes. just like, oh, no, it's yes. a Wednesday. I can't make it through the week. It's only Monday. <laughs> 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 but like the more you do it or like do these little things like the first couple of days you do it and you're like, this does nothing. Or maybe it sure. helps you feel like a little better in the moment. But then like a panic attack comes and you're like. You try it and you're like, oh, no, it's not yes, helping me. Yeah. But it's like, again, just like how you practice your voice. You know, the first time you sang it at a recital after you'd been taking voice lessons for a month, uh, you sang, you sounded worse than when you started. Oh, probably. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's the same thing with that like so trying true, to do this mental practice is like you have to go through some some. Some trials changes. yeah <laughs> yeah but it like it really helped me i was like taking deep breaths all day or like i would tell myself like there is not a tiger here mm, you're no, not gonna die nothing is trying to eat me i'm fine just eat your banana <laughs> and shut up <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Me and my banana. <laughs> yeah, because anxiety and worry stems from that part of our mind that was there when we were monkeys, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is a meme I saw on the internet. And you know, like, I believe it. Yeah. Like, that anxiety is trying to warn us that something is about to eat us when really we are perfectly fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Yeah. So we just need to eat a banana and shut up. Yeah. So it's been help. Yeah, it's totally been helpful. But I've been doing it for months. Yeah. And it wasn't always helpful, but it's starting to be more helpful. And did I still like feel like I was on the verge of a panic attack? Yes, but I. Do you still feel that way? No, I feel better. You do. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Because this is the last thing I have to do today. Yeah. But I, you know, I kind of had this list of I cannot get all these things done, but I just breathed and I just did my thing. It's kind of been interesting to me this year as I've taken on a lot of voice students. Um, I have a very set schedule throughout the week. And then my weekends are, I don't have anything planned to kind of give me a break. Well, I work on Saturdays, but um, I find that my anxiety and like all you know my panic attacks and all of my mental things happen on the weekend when I don't have a schedule to cling to I feel like if I can make it I like if it's a weekday like I get up and I have a schedule and I know exactly what I have to do and what I have to get done that day and it doesn't give me as much anxiety right wow as I have on the weekends when I'm like okay I didn't do any of this during the week, so this is my time to do all of this right now. Right. So do you think part of it is that you feel like you have habits during yeah. the week of like yes. this? And then also I'm wondering when the weekend comes, is it because 
you feel like this is my time to finally relax yes. and I don't like you almost I feel s- pressure to do something special or like well no, no? I feel okay. like I still have more things to do that I didn't schedule into the week that I was just like oh I can do them on the weekend because I have free time right and so on the weekends I just have this long mental list of things I need to do and no time to actually do them because I right. need to actually just sit and do nothing right because I work all the time during the week right i feel like learning things i feel like my panic comes on weekends too that's interesting but it's very often because it's like this is my one time to relax i should yes i should like i I should relax i should relax something and even then like i'll go with my family to go do something relaxing Mm -hmm. And in my brain the whole time, I'm like, but I know that work starts again on Monday. You know what I mean? So that's been another thing I've been trying to, like, as the weekend is starting, be like, Evan. You don't have to do anything. It's okay to enjoy doing nothing or enjoy doing your one simple. You know what I mean? I'm just like. Yes. Building positive mental habits take time. It really does. Which is like so unfortunate, but if you think again about that evolutionary thing, if you do it and you allow yourself to take time, it's going to be harder to lose that habit. True. It's pretty amazing. You just have to work on it day by day and it's not going to be easy, most likely. (laughs) But, you know, if you want to try journaling, try leaving your journal out when you go to bed. So that you see it in the morning. Or if you want to meditate, set an alarm on your phone. And you don't have to be perfect in order to create a new habit. You just have to keep doing it consistently. If there's anything that I think it's important to realize about this, it's that having positive habits makes your life easier. So to our listeners, you are creative and powerful. And if you need some help accomplishing your goals This is just a starting point. So go check out Wendy Wood's book, um, Good Habits, Bad Habits, and do some of your own research and get the information that you need. We really do need you to be well so that you can get out there, share your voice with the world. And take care of me. (laughs) That's what I need everyone to be well for. And to give Mariah and I jobs one day. (laughs) (laughs) When this panorama is over. So with that, stop waiting in the wings. Get out there and take the stage, my friends. Invocalubo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you. So please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 